SK, SK, SK Morton. All right, Throng, here's the thing. We got less than 20 shows left. We've been doing commercials for Bridal Fitness Coach, Patreon, the Amazon button. But most importantly, there's SK Morton's lousy San Francisco walking tour. Were you aware? Oh, yes. There's a walking tour. What you have here on the podcast, you get it up close and personal. And you get to dodge dog feces. Hopefully, dog. Anyway, go to skmorton.com. Take a look around on there. We got three different legs of the tour. There's the downtown leg in the mornings, in the midday we have Chinatown, and then Yerba Buena, where we talk about sunken ships and fire-resistant building materials. In any case, go there, check it out, see if you enjoy, and we'd love to have you on the tour. Go to skmorton's tour. The following is a production of S.K. Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to S.K. Morton's lousy San Francisco podcast. A cocktail is probably the best idea if we don't reach our destination soon. Tonight, S.K. welcomes... Jeff Goldblum, Henry Rollins, Top Berry, and Metalka. And now, his eyes are blue, or green, or yellow. Hey, look at his yellow eyes, S.K. Morton. Thank you, Elizabeth. Yay! It's a special night. We got you back in town. Best job I've ever seen. (laughs) All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to get the. We're going to get right into it. I'm going to do the introductions and then we'll go. Okay. All right. Super. Home. I mean. What? (laughs) Greetings, adoring throng. Welcome to SK Morton's lousy San Francisco podcast. Another night in the bomb shelter. We also want to greet our now senior member of the team, sound engineer of utmost adequate Squidge McSqueezy. Yeah, as represented by that guitar. By that. <laughs> we need to do that. We need to have him represented by something. Is he going to come in? Night. Is he going to come in not. soon? We'll probably never see For him. For the again. love of God. A regular, full time, permanent, regular co host and resident chanteur. Peter Feliciano. Yay, me. I'm the proudest. (laughs) And this is very special because she's back. Our guest, she is the nicest, the prettiest, the (laughs) sweetest lady to ever come into this bomb shelter and kill a man with her bare hands. That's true. Yes. Please welcome Lizzie Carr. (laughs) Yay. Yay. She's not only killed a man with a bear hand, she's also killed a bear with a man hands. <laughs> I did it, and you're jealous. <laughs> All right. Well, so that was good. It was good to see you guys again, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. okay. <laughs> so, just in general, how are you doing? Um, I'm really good. I'm really good. All right. It's nice to be back. I've kind of lost my excitement for this now. <laughs> she ruined everything. Yeah, she just put it. She killed it want, with her. She killed it with her man hands. Did you want <laughs> me to say that I was sad and crying? <laughs> that I had gone to prison for killing the bear. Now that would have been better. That actually. Yeah, you can you actually just make story. up a story Could you now? Tell us a prison story, please. <laughs> I had to shank him with a cheese whiz. <laughs> well, that's right. You enjoy the cheese, don't you? You know what? Pete tells that story. <laughs> he was just making fun of me about how much I like cheese, but 
I think it's kind of a story he made up. I mean, what are you talking of, about? Of course, you're I like always cheese, talking about cheese. Nobody is talking about cheese. Everyone <laughs> is, and you're the one who's the butt of the cheese joke. Uh, if I recall, your mo- when your mom called, well, maybe you're the cheese of the butt joke. She had How cheese questions. <laughs> she's question what? Is this what we're gonna do all night? We're gonna be doing our little uh, yeah, just Native get in, American uh, get twist in on it, sentences. Get in where you fit in. <laughs> so Native American. I don't know. What is you that? know what? If you could get in there, it's deep down in there. It's you got to be in. It's really to understand ce- it. cerebral. It's not cerebral in the slightest. It's a weird little whisker in my mind. It's not a whisker a, biscuit. It's a whisker biscuit. Wait, what is it's, that okay. from whisker biscuit? Did you ever see Mystery Men, was it? It's the one with Janine Garofalo and oh, oh, Hank Azaria. Oh, oh. No, it wasn't Mystery Men, was it? Wasn't it called Mystery Maybe. Men? Maybe. Well, there's a character in there who's supposed to be like their um, shaman. Okay. And all he really does is they'll take a sentence that's, you know, they say, I can't do it because it's hard. He'll say... Can you not do it because it's hard, or is it hard because you can't do it? Something of that nature. He just twists the sentences mm-hmm. around, and mm-hmm. they're not. Anyway, so whenever I hear that, I always think of that movie, and that's why I brought up the Native American thing, because that was the kind of the character he was playing. Okay, well, thanks. See, I told thanks you. A lot. It wasn't interesting. It was a <laughs> cheese biscuit. Cheese biscuit. <laughs> you have just been commissioned to write a song for me. Oh. Cheese biscuit. About cheese biscuits? Yeah, but I want it to be really heartfelt. It's got to be the kind of thing you make people cry when they sing along. Okay. Maybe it's a represent. the last one in the store. See? She's already got it. Very soulful. I had nothing else, but I wanted that cheese biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) If only either of you owned a guitar, we could have had something here tonight. Nobody owns such a thing. You know what I'm going to do? Get, me, get that thing away. No, 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 no. It's the worst guitar tonight. in the world. I'm going to accompany her. This is my favorite guitar. <laughs> Hang on. Do you have a hand drum of some kind? Give me something. You can play some major chords for the sad, tear-jerking song. Those are the only chords I know. All right. I'll have to work with you. I might be fighting your melody. Okay, well, then try to... Let, let's see what else we have. How about... No, no, no. Uh, no, 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 Minor up your sleeve. Ooh. Yeah, that's better. That's Hotel California. No, this is Hotel <laughs> California. No, no, go back to what you were doing. All right. Well, let's get this down here. We're gonna... Here we go. Yeah, well, you let's ready? do this awful nonsense right. <laughs> All right. Let's Are ruin everything some... correctly. <laughs> From some cheese biscuit. <laughs> Come on. I'm ready for you. I had driven across the desert with nothing to eat. My will that I let down mine. So tired my feet My eyes were crossed I couldn't barely see And my hunger was enormous I stopped at the bakery I saw that cheese biscuit Didn't need no tomato Didn't need no jalapeno Need no extra cheese, just the cheese biscuit as it was was good enough for me. Well, that was perfect. Good. We had a dramatic pause. Right. Yes, there we go. Ah, perfect. 
It's a good thing I was here. I'm going to set that thing <laughs> on really fire. Thing. I'm going to set that thing on fire. Actually, no. I'm going to set you on fire. I'm going to make that the new host. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Muni Wait, Broken you Guitar? Did you just shake your out of the bag of Smarties? <laughs> I'll do what I want. No, I'm just, I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to talk a little updatage? Sure. All right. There was an article recently. I don't remember where, but um, there was a poll, a Bay Bay Area poll. Don't do that. No, ew. (laughs) It made me clench. (laughs) (laughs) The poll, what I'm saying is there was a, yes, there was a poll taken in the Bay Area. The discussion was... Who wants to move away from San Francisco? Wait, was it taken in San Francisco or in just the Bay at large? All nine counties, including San Francisco County. Okay. So I thought this would be good because, Elizabeth, you were here and now you are not here. Now, are you going to be a permanent Austin resident, Austonian? I think so. Yeah. That's kind of my plan, yeah. Wait, did you finish the phrase of what that was? You said 46% of residents. Yeah. Did you say San Francisco? Actually, 40% of residents in general want to leave 46 percent of millennials want to leave in what like the next year or in the next few years oh okay and there was an interesting part in there but let's ask ask lizzie her what pulled her because you know babette she came from austin oh so really? you guys yeah you oh cried. i yeah. think i forgot about that yeah she was born in houston grew up there but as an adult she lived her life in austin oh. and then came out here so you guys did the old flipper is that why she's yeah. always armed Yes. she's from Texas originally. <laughs> yes, right that's on. right. Because if I recall correctly, you had said you were going to go out and just, I don't know, clear your mind, find yourself, all the other hippie stuff people say. Yeah. And, but then you got there. Well, I was going to go and I gave myself, you know, a couple months. I said, I'll definitely go for one or two months and then I'll see how it goes. And, uh-huh. and it went well. You ended up liking it better? Yeah. And I've been visiting a lot over the years. There's just a lot of people that I love out there and uh-huh. um, some people I grew up with and- it's kind of funny. I grew up in this town in New Jersey where I I felt really alienated and um, didn't want to be there and and was determined to move to San Francisco, actually, um, at some point, which I obviously did. But I came out of high school, actually, with about 12 or 13 friends who are pretty incredible people, which is like kind of crazy for anyone to say about their people they knew in high school anyway. But Statistically, like, one of them is a sexual predator. But no, right. go ahead. <laughs> it's me. Yes, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> I admit it. I'm always, she's, she's always going up to old ladies, I want to buy you mushrooms or something. You know, she's, she's not, she's a sexual predator. She's not very good at making moves. So it's, it's a hard, it's a hard problem. I'm going to, do you like just, walnuts? Please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've lived all over. I lived, lived in New York and Portland and met a lot of people. And of all the people I've met, the people I love the most, I think, are just some of these people that I've known for a long time. And, and I'm realizing what a gift it is to have them in uh, my life. But these aren't necessarily people who are, Aust- is it called Austonian? Is that Austinites? What, what, what do you call? <laughs> um, no, they the two, the two that I've known for a long time moved from New Jersey. Because what we're trying to do is we're going to get into more of your life. You know, you get the interview portion, the second half of the show. Oh, okay. So we're just laying a groundwork here. Getting oh, okay, everything cool. prepped because these other millennials, you're, you're a millennial, right? 
Yeah. Okay. I guess. I don't know. I never know what how far that baby bar boomer. how high that bar goes. I think the generation <laughs> before you ended in the late seventies, like seventy six, seventy seven. So we're millennials. Gener- yeah, they were generation X, right? My generation, yeah. Your generation. your generation X? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're why interviewing you, our generation. Why do you dress and well, smell I can tell you like the a 70-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the reasons that I share with most people for wanting to leave the Bay Area are that I can't afford a house, I can right. barely afford rent, and the art community is dying and it breaks my heart. So. Ah. Well, that's most of the reasons, reasons you get down in this in this okay, uh, survey as well. So what they were saying is, what I found interesting is, okay, 40% in general people wanted to leave, and that would fall under the, it's just so expensive to live. Right. Yeah. Um, well, here's and, the thing, too. I could, let's say I made a ton of money. I, I would still never get to see my friends because my friends would all be hustling. and Right, right. You know, people no, are just stressed sense. out. No, that's a very good argument. I understand it. And f- frankly... I'm okay with everybody leaving. I'm assuming eventually we'll become like Detroit and the prices will just plummet. That's no, that's it's just another wave. You've talked about it before. I know, I'm You've very talked bright. about this remember that time you read an article or, or it was opinion piece or something from like 1905, Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's, And they were been. like they were saying the same stuff. Oh, these people are jacking up the price and we got it. It's the same thing and it just goes in waves. So unfortunately right now we're in the wave where everyone is coming here who wants to do tech stuff and they're just driving out anything that's makes the city in my opinion amazing and then we'll go into another phase and it'll suck bad for a second but then everyone will go to austin or to you know maybe oakland will be the new thing and we'll become the well, new it, oakland all, it, it then we can is, go but... and break into their cars there you go yeah Anyway, but the, the millennials were the big thing. And this is something I've been saying for a while because, like you said, those articles I would mention and how people who are here now are always, ah, it wasn't like when I first right. came here two right. years ago. Right. They were interpreting this survey. And I'm trying who, to find that. Wh- who was This it? guy. His name's Phil, I think. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Some dude. Wait Bob? a second. Some guy. Some I'm looking at throng. I'm looking at the 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 pages here. I'm pretty sure you just typed this up on Microsoft Paint or something. You didn't actually. No, no, no. no you didn't no. copy Microsoft and paste this from an Paint. actual. You, you keep forgetting. This computer's 17 years old. I'm still running XP, and I convert everything over into the old. This is the way things used to look in the you old days. You were the worst person in the world. No, I'm... my mother actually sent me this article, so I can verify it's See? real. Are you printing verify. it out on one of the... Remember those long... Yes. <laughs> you have to tear off the edges with the dots as the dot matrix. What? Was it a Chronicle, or it might have been a New York Times, even? It was something. I'm sure of it. Well, Actually, you know what? I could probably tell you. I could probably tell you right now. It wasn't the Chronicle... SK's middle name is Journalistic Integrity. It was the San Jose Mercury <laughs> News. It wasn't the Chronicle because I won't oh. subscribe and I only get like <laughs> five articles online a year. <laughs> so I can't see on the article anymore uh, if it's from the Chronicle. In any is that case. Because, is that because you're keeping solidarity with, solidarity with Tony Long? Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does he hate them now or no? No, no, no. He, he, was, he was never Chronicle anyway. He was the examiner. Oh, pfft. yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, Tony. Um, anyway. This guy, we're going to call him Phil Bob. Phil Bob. He was interpreting this, and he said that we were wrong about millennial preferences. And I thought, not if you were thoughtful. You were hopeful <laughs> about millennial preferences. Right, if you talk to people who are yeah. our age, you would know. Because I've been saying for years, millennials, at the time, when, they, when the big, everyone was coming in, the mass migration, they were young, like very young, like just out of college, early 20s. Yeah, you're going to come to the city, you're going to play, you're going to overspend, you're going to do a lot of things. Then you're going to mature, 
You're going to get a little older. You might get married. You might have kids. And the way they do things is going to change, just like every generation has right. done. I mean, since probably the baby boomers. Everyone before that was always wise. You ever look at old yearbooks? Yeah. Guys look like they're in their 40s when they're 18. But the baby boomers, they ruined everything. Anyway. Um, who or how would I ever look at an old yearbook? Your parents. Of course, your parents are my generation, but... It's okay that you don't know how to do things. It's your... You don't know how to do things. I'm sorry that I'm the only one in this room who hasn't pilfered other people's yearbooks. Okay? My, I have... You know you what? Guys I have bring it in. You into other people's rooms and just, oh, look at this. He had friends. I have my dad's <laughs> 1955 yearbook from Bal. From who? Balboa. Ah. And yeah, I look at a picture of him and he looks... Everyone... <laughs> At least all the white guys in there, they all look like Jack Jones, the guy who sang Love Boat. They yeah. all had the pompadour they're wearing. A, they all look like men. Right. And I look at my yearbook. Oh, my God. You still don't look like one. I don't. Um, but I don't no, feel I, like one. Or the ones from the turn of the century before. They didn't have yearbooks everyone's, back then. No. But, I mean, the pictures. Everyone's frowning. Yes. Everyone's just like, just it looks like a, ooh. That's right. They're, everyone looks dirty. That's because. Like they worked hard. <laughs> There wasn't just art. There was not only not arthroscopic surgery. There wasn't even anything to put you out back in those days. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. You, good thing. Good thing our hands. I know are, our soft little supple hands. Dude, I could. We would have been nothing in those right. days. They would have killed us just looking at us. They you know what? You're just not going to make it. Right. That's true. Yeah. It would have been like 300 where they drop you off the side of it at the edge of a cliff. Would have been hilarious. <laughs> oh, dead babies. Nothing funnier. Nothing right. funnier. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, they said they were wrong. They thought the millennials wanted to live in a hyper-urban environment. And that they thought that the millennials thought it would be okay to raise a family in a condo. Now, maybe when you're 22, you did think that. But there are a lot of Noe Valley moms, you know what I mean? Like there are a lot Those of... aren't really condos, though. Those are old Victorians. True. Touche. And those people are loaded. I don't know a lot of those loaded. guys have condos, yeah, Noe Valley condos. is not a hyper-urban part no, of town. No, no. They're thinking Soma... And so oh, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, and maybe Potrero Hill, where they're converting all the old factories into lofts and things. But um, there's families I, in like the marina. Yeah, and Pacific Heights. Of course, right. they're not really families. They're couples with children and a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> but like a lot of these guys just don't wear socks, and it bothers me that they don't wear socks. <laughs> maybe Wait, they're emulating Sunny Crockett. Values to socks. It's the same thing, Elizabeth. All right. No, I'm saying there are families down in Noe Valley. <laughs> there's also families in the Mission. Families. <laughs> but yeah, no. For the most part, people are going to, when they do settle down, they're going to look to suburban areas. Now, and what did it say? I mean, did it figure out in its questioning if people wanted to go to Awful Daily City or where? Um, well, let's see. They, I'm trying to remember now because I did read the article. Um, I believe they're thinking of like leaving the Bay Area altogether because, well, I know 55 percent. Uh, oh, it was a thousand residents. They pulled a thousand residents. 55 percent of them. That would be 550. Ooh. See, I just did it like that. smart one. <clears throat> Pay no attention to the notes on my palm of my hand. They worried about the general cost of living in the Bay Area itself. Right. And if you think about it, and yeah, I've offended people before. If you're not going to live in San Francisco, or at least on the Upper Peninsula, right. I mean, if you've got to cross over from Hayward or something, you're just not going to. No. And so you're going to be out and in you, that heat and, and concrete and, and traffic. Is, everything is only five years old. Right. All of the friendlies and Bennigans or wherever. You know what right, I mean? Exactly. All, the- <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. And the thing is, too, yeah, that's it's, it's suburbia out there, and it costs a buttload of money to come in now. BART raises their price. The bridges are going up. 
Why would you do that? You're already out there. Here's part of it, too. I think, and this isn't a racist thing to to say. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Listen, the community of Fremont, as an example, is a lot of Indian people. Yes. And that's, I'm, I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's good, whatever. But there's a lot of people who can come in. They can't really afford it either, but they have the education, number one, and number two, they have the community. There's a lot of people who will come here because there's- You're saying the families are fa- sharing exactly. the cost. Exactly. Yeah. They're families, and they know other families, and just it's a big community. Millennials our age who are born here don't really have that. We don't right. have like an extended family vibe. We don't have that knowledge of that. Right. And right. so we're kind of here in our own little you know, nucleus or whatever, and so we're looking outward. For... That was just a word you decided to use, right? I mean, it could have been, sure. could have been well, soda you, can, you, for you that can, matter. I thought you did a good job. Thank no, you very much. Do you want a high five right now? Yeah. Oh, there you go. That was the best high five I've ever received in the last five minutes. And <laughs> I got I, what you're saying. Let me you cut you off saying? here. Let me cut you off here because <laughs> you're quite boring. No, no, I, I see what that you he's, said he's that because right. I feel like that's something that I felt like I was. I mean, I I put in a pretty good faith effort. I was here for eight years, mm-hmm. and I tried it all out: Berkeley, Oakland, well, San your Francisco. Fami- and, your family was also here, and they, my family was even here. Yeah, and I and I still felt like. Is your family still here? There and uh, my sister is in the city and my parents are in Napa. Oh, my oldest is in Napa. Oh, yeah. We should have a family reunion. Yeah, I keep saying that. Well, he I, won't I was, return my calls though. I was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> but another issue was thirty-nine percent, almost forty, and just shy of forty-one. Thirty-nine percent were concerned about the traffic. Again, that is an outlying areas. If you're in the downtown, the northeast corner of San Francisco, many of us don't even have cars. Right. You've got pretty decent public transportation. You get in your Uber, you watch your phone, and you just you get from point A to point B. I don't do that on purpose. I'm not going to be one of those people. I also don't hold a conversation with the driver. I do. <laughs> but I don't know. Lately, because here's the, this is a whole other problem now. I honestly believe... That you need, there should be a special driver's license in San Francisco. Yep. And if the Uber and Lyft drivers do not have that license, they should have their cars towed, impounded. No, not and, towed. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and auctioned no, off just... that day. They should, if they get caught, they get a ticket. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. Their you car, can drive that's not Uber enough. in Fremont, in awful Daily City. Yeah. I really am ragging hard on Daily City, but I really hate that. I mean, not your, what do you hate about Daily City? Not I'm your Daily curious. City. I've never heard this from you. I'm talking about Daily City over by. Coma Bart, like the Coma area, and that the ugly s- hill, smelly ugly hill, just that on the way up to you know on the way we were talking about this. Oh, last I know episode. on the way because if you go over the top of the hill, you come down, you hit Wendy's. What's Wendy's? What's Wendy's? <laughs> no, on the other side, What's you crank? hit. <laughs> we were outside before, and I was trying to tell her a story about something, and I was like, "Yeah, I think he might be on crank." She's like, "What's crank? What? <laughs> yeah, what but he, he didn't it, know. Oh, it's and Wendy's. he was like, "Oh, it's not alcoholics are the worst people." Crank. <laughs> Crank is a, it's a, it usually comes in a nice tall cup. <laughs> we looked it up and it's meth, but he didn't know. He looked, I thought it was heroin. See? See, nobody knows. I mean, I've heard people say crank, but I, in the way that like a 90 year old who like has never Which is like met are, a drug addict, like way. that's what that word sounds like to me. No, because you are 90 years old. No. And you make picnics. Because you're three years old. You're three years you old. You just heard about. Oh, this is fun. I'm going to turn on your mic. <laughs> This is what I'm thinking. I don't know if we're going to be able to make 100. We, we, <laughs> we don't ever finish the topics we come up with. No, that's we true. Just go but they're getting perspective from us. They're really? Feeling, no, they're, we're not. They're getting, they're getting, getting scattershot about they're, Jollibee. <laughs> that's what they're getting. Scattershot about Jollibee. <laughs> There's, There's the that title. I don't know what that means, but I like it. <laughs>
maybe. All right. So anyway, people are leaving uh, not just because of the high cost, but also the traffic, which isn't Bay. It's a lot of Bay Area stuff. Everywhere. I do appreciate the reference in there to culture, too, because it the city's been functioning as if it doesn't matter. And I feel like this article kind of like gives a nod to it yeah. does matter. I'm not sure <laughs> that I agree. <laughs> what it, well, what, no, I'm wait, thinking. What do you mean? I think. As because far as the administration, you're, you're the beacon of culture in San Francisco. <laughs> that is you're on my more of business a card. S.K. Morton, beacon you're of culture. The, no, you're the bacon of culture. Oh, that hurt. Yeah, but it was pretty I actually have bacon in the car. I was right just, now. <laughs> I was just playing with words. Well, I'm just saying, in relation to the art thing, I don't think the you know they they pay lip service to it at City Hall, right. but I think ultimately they want revenue, yeah. and they also are not that interested in getting revenue for the sake of fixing the streets or cleaning up, you know, and, well, not, and getting and rid of the sense, urine so smell. The, the, I think it's to line their own pockets so they can live on a cul-de-sac heard, that someone from Daily City buys. I've heard the same thing about uh, Paris. I've heard the same thing about New York. It's like when cities are poor, the art starts to get a little better and a little more. And a little Why more is vibrant. that? I don't know. That's a human thing. I don't know. Because artists can live there. Touche. Yeah. Oh, I see. There's more artists that pour in when it's cheaper. And yeah. And they're doing yeah. stuff. Well, and I'm not saying <laughs> that, you know, God's noblest creature, the artist. I'm not saying that either. <laughs> this is a draft. I like balance. For sure. And I think people don't... People say they do, but like you're saying it, but I know you're lying. But people... <laughs> I mean, people tend <laughs> to get in their little groups and they push for that and they don't look at the balance. And, and that's what we have here right now. I definitely like to visit here. It feels like it's a lot of tension and extremes. You know what? I think you're right. I think you're right. It's getting harder for me to um, convince people. I had some people on the tour last week that had, that night they didn't know where they were and they walked through the Tenderloin. And they were a little shocked. They were from Manchester. And so it's very tipped. difficult to say, so oh, no. So they tipped well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they didn't. Exactly. But, but they did tip. And uh, you hear me, was, England? I'm calling you out. I'll say this: No, they did tip well in that they tipped. <laughs> some That's good. Yeah, some. And I, no, frankly, it's not. frankly, there's such a the range in the tipping is there. that the spirit I is there. But I have had multiple couples like, "Oh, we had such a lovely time." Here's two and bits. Who's two dollars <laughs> on a hundred dollar bill? It's like you know what? Well, but the thing is, with the tours, I have no idea what people should tip. Because um, it varies. I have people, oh, I love this, and then they hand you over a five. And there's other people you didn't even know how to good time, and they might hand you forty bucks. So I don't really know what should be tipped. When they, if someone gives a tip, I am grateful for it because like they didn't kid. need to do that, and that was nice. How did we get onto this? Let's talk about something else. <laughs> I think we're doing a wonderful job. I'm very proud of us. Everyone's proud. <laughs> well, here's another. I'll wrap this up about the whole not being balanced thing. This whole uh, survey, the people who were interpreting it, were talking about how oh, the millennials, the millennials, we need the millennials like that. And I'm thinking, not every millennial's in tech, no, but that's how they're viewed. When they say millennial, like in this, oh, we need them for for the economy. We need this. They're they're thinking tech. They're not thinking people. And you know what? The reality is we don't need a whole generation. Like, let them go, and it'll be the cycle of life. It'll exactly. Just, something else will form, that's, and it'll be okay. That's precisely where they were wrong in the beginning. And they said, oh, we, 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 didn't, we thought they would do this. Because you're looking at them as one monolith. And, th- okay, they are tech people. They wear knee pads at nightclubs and have glow sticks, and they lick things. And then, you know, they're going to stay, and they're going <laughs> to spend like their her. money here. <laughs> so, I only lick things at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Giraffes. I was going to say, God's most magnificent creation. (laughs) Of course he got to lick it. (laughs) Did you lick a giraffe? 
you have to tell the truth. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Have you heard of the? uh, There's a a podcast of truth up in Santa Rosa. There's the. I can't remember what it's called. Giraffe licking. No, the safari. There's a safari up in Santa Rosa with actual African animals. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, and they have a giraffe up there that's got a condition. It can't stop drooling. That's so good. He tries his best, though. Uh, it, it, it's like it's just like there's a faucet, and he'll come up to the fence. You know, the truck will drive by, and he'll come up to the fence, Aww. and he's just blah, 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 and you, you can't get too close because it'll spray. I mean, he's just, it's just a like a faucet. I feel horrible so for that giraffe. He's a lonely giraffe. He is. He doesn't have he a lot of friends. Who wants hang to hang around? Him? I don't even think the you know the the people Aww. the veterinarians don't even want to go by there. And there's Herbert, nothing they can do about Herbert, it. Herbert, if you're listening, we will we'll hang out with you. His name might be Herbert. We'll, we'll wrap a towel around you. You can drool on Pete's head. That's <laughs> it's, very insensitive. What? Yeah, I, I think I have a picture of it. I'll, I'll see if I can find the picture. <laughs> How dare you? Anyway, the other issue... That's scattershot. Was, now, this is another... <laughs> speaking of um, millennials and thinking of them in a monolith, how do you guys feel about outside lands? Oh. Yeah. I, you know, and my main impression was that there were so many people from L.A. Who well, they said it's it. the, what, the fifth largest festival in the United States? Yearly festival in the United wow. States, and they, you know, they mix it with the food thing. I guess mm-hmm. it's like for f- the foodie thing. You know, I feel about foodies, but like we all like food. Ex- that is precise. No, no, no. I like good food. Oh, <laughs> well, you like good food. Oh, well, then I'll leave you alone. Come on, the rest of the gang, let's go eat some dog feces. <laughs> Listen, don't judge. They like me. good food. We gotta leave. People who say they're foodies, it's like saying you love to laugh or. Um, I like nice things. Yeah, I'm a music fan. Yeah. I like Oh, I really I really like to watch movies. Like well, as if that's like a noble activity that right, they're doing right. when we, we all do, know that you're should, just being a couch potato should, just should, like the rest of us, but somehow it's noble because we, we sh- just love movies. We should be honest well, and eventually do a whole episode on awful OK Cupid profiles. <laughs> <laughs> I just love to laugh. I'm just I'm kind of a conundrum. I'm like I like to stay indoors and I also like to go party. Oh, how wonderfully <laughs> different you are. Good job. Good job, human. Sorry. I'm sorry. All right. What? Okay. I, I was hoping for a little more vitriol with the uh, outside lands thing, but I guess oh. everyone's okay. Oh, no. Um, well, well, I just don't have strong feelings about uh, it. Well, that's fine if you don't I, have. I like the fact, okay. I, I, I mean, it's like cool that they have a festival here. And dislike the fact that we like to congregate so much in San Francisco. San Franciscans, it's a, every every weekend, there's something big yes, to go to. There's go a fest, street festival or like a con. I just don't like Teenagers use it as an excuse to go into the city well, and get high. But like that's, a, that's okay. Not, I, I agree with you with the, getting the high thing. Is, it is that is very boring. Let's it's go get high or let's right. go get drunk. It's very boring. But at the same time, when I was living outside the city and stuff was going on, they used to have the comedy. Well, I guess they still do. They have comedy day in the park and stuff. But I loved coming really, in. Really living. I mean, you what Pacifica, or are you talking when you lived up north? Both. In fact, when I was in Pacifica, I was here all the time. Yeah. Um. So I have no problem people coming. But yeah, but the thing. Some of the things they do, they lay on their horn all the time. And 90% of the time, they're the ones that are doing it wrong. Yes. They're honking at someone else. They don't yes. know how to parallel park. Well, we get back to what I was saying before. Wait, they need to have their own. I'm talking about outside lands. I'm talking about everything. People, you were saying people coming in from Hayward. I'm saying people who come in from outside the city need – I'm happy to have them, but you also Ooh. need to – Have some decorum? Or yeah, well, know that, you, know that this isn't your <laughs> environment. You know? Here's a conversation I was part of to get back to the music. I feel like it might be relevant here. Like, it's really cool that we have music festivals here. Um, I think it would be cool if Outside Lands tried to draw a little bit more from local artists. It yeah. doesn't seem like there's any attempt to elevate the local community. That is an argument I've heard. While we're I've having heard. that festival yeah. here. 
And it's kind of a complaint in general in San Francisco. And arguably a lot of the greater artists are leaving or um, maybe there's less to pull from. But. Well, that, that's what I'm thinking. And also there's a possibility with the larger venues that they to fill them, they need the people from outside the city. Right, the but pe- that's the opportunity with something like Outside Lands. Like you're gonna get those people with yeah. those big names already. And then they can already. see they can be they can, they can be spotlighted and, and see what they. <laughs> they <can snooze. laughs> the one thing I would say is I thought Outside Lands already happened. So then we review instead of trying to get people excited for something coming up. Yeah, but nobody's is gonna. None of us is gonna go to Outside Lands. So how do you? That's review? a good. I wonder if anyone who listens goes to Outside Lands. I'll tell you what. If you listen, send us a message at. Uh, S- the email is uh, skmortonpodcast at gmail. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, why does this have a San Francisco minimum wage thing up there? What's wrong with you? I used to be an employer. All right. Well, <laughs> anyway, that's the end of that. <laughs> you know who doesn't work for minimum wage? I'd have to try to find a Bad thing. That. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, so I was, I was going to just say that, uh, so in Austin, are a lot of weddings in Austin? What? <laughs> Do they have a lot are of weddings? Are you having an aneurysm? I'm trying <laughs> Crabs are my favorite flower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking that if a uh, bridal fitness coach ever wanted to expand, <laughs> right. wow, uh, maybe they would want to go to. <laughs> no, <sighs> just trying to do a stinky commercial here. Let's just do it. <laughs> right, we're doing it right now. We're making fun okay. of you. That's how we're yeah. making the stinkiest right. commercial. <laughs> That's the stinkiest. Uh, if you're a bride, if you're a prospective bride, if you'll ever be a bride, keep in mind bridal never fitness coach. And, ever and my friend Gabriel. She told me she, whether or not someone proposes to her, she is going to have a wedding for herself, by herself. Well, she need bridal fitness coach. Uh, she might need bridal fitness coach. Well, this would be perfect. You know what she could do? <laughs> now, so she doesn't know when the wedding will be just yet, though, right? I think in the next year it's or called, two. I think it's well, that's cool. Now, it could be next month or next year is what we're saying. I mean, I think I'll get is more she than gonna, a month Is she going to take her name? Because... <laughs> <laughs> See, I want to play too, but I'm sure. trying to do this because whether it's next year or next month, the bridal fitness coach is oh. there to make sure you're looking and feeling fabulous. That's right. So, uh, well, if I know is... anything about Gabrielle, she loves to be fabulous. Does she? Oh yeah. Okay. She can also have a bridal fitness trainer by her side. She'll be provided with a tailor-made fitness program that tailor-made. fits her goals, goals, her time frame, time frame, her budget. Fabulous. Probably even placate her crazy. So, uh, you'll be trained in a gym with private access <laughs> or in her home, although I don't know if anyone from Bridal Fitness Coach will actually enter the home, but uh, <laughs> the office or over the internet, which is probably best in this case. <laughs> and she helps the brides, bridal parties. Is there going to be a bridal party if there's no groom? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. I imagine so. There might be mermaid channeling. There could be any number of things. See Will there saying? be a bonfire? See what I'm saying? Probably. Oh, okay. For the love of God. Well, here's what she can but do. But we should be fit for it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, just if you... If you yeah. In I mean, case if, we need to if run. Gabriel, if Gabriel isn't going to be spiritually fit, she might as well be physically fit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if she, she wants to make sure she's got all her bases covered, she can go to bridalfitnesscoach.com or she can call... What number? 415-317-6827. Can you say it again, please? I can. That's 415-317-6827. Bridal Fitness Coach, make a commitment. Make a commitment. Are you familiar, Lizzie, with Patreon? Yes. Oh, okay. Have you you ever uh, donated to Patreon or had a Patreon paid yourself? Um, I started to set one up, and I kind of wanted to continue and... uh, that's on my to-do list. Ah. Well, you know what would be a good way to practice for it? Do you have a Patreon? Yes, as a matter of fact. Wow, you've been oh. listening a lot lately, huh? 
Apparently. She left town and that's it. I'm done with you, boy. Bye. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. We got we got a Patreon campaign going. You know, when I get that big tech money, though, maybe I'll need to get rid of some of it. That would be good. You know, you there's can. too much money. There's all the here. different <laughs> levels there and all the different Toast. rewards you get for your levels. Oh. Um, look, it's all levels, Jerry. So, like, sometimes you get a sweet song or a lousy after dark. I was going to show you the decoder cards. Oh. We get decoder cards if we donate to patreon.com. Wait, would you make Pete write me a song? Podcast? Yes. No. Pete would have to write you a song. It's in there. No, but that's only if you're $50 or more a month. I think it's 25 but uh, actually the last one, Matthew, I wrote it and he just performed it. Mm. And he better be grateful. He improved it and improved it. He better be grateful. There it is. So here's what a decoder card looks like. Is it a... This is to certify that the person noted below is Throng Strong. And a member in good standing. Wow. This looks official. Justice through sloth and measured apathy. (laughs) So is this a code that I can can write secret messages in? Yeah, and this is a code also to get into the Throng Strong page. There's a, a password. And when it changes, you refer to your decoder card. And you type in the password so you can uh, listen to After Dark and you can get, what is it you can get? Um, uh, ringtones. Ringtones. Ringtones and, I like and that such. the T looks like a butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, now now people are listening know that the T looks like a butt. That gives them their first letter. <laughs> well, I gave you a clue. Oh, boy. Anyway, Everything so um, <laughs> the point is, if you would like a decoder card with a T that looks like a butt... <laughs> Go to patreon.com forward slash lousy San Francisco podcasts. Make a commitment. That's right. Contractually binding. Now we got one other thing here. Amazon? Yeah, I'm wondering, do you shop on Amazon? This question came up earlier. Heck yeah, I do. Uh, I know you bought me a little present. I did buy you a present. You know how you could have doubled up that present? I, you know what? what? I wasn't thinking oh, if I had done I the right thing. So S.K. Morton's <laughs> lent me a very cool book that I thought I lost, and I reordered it for him on Amazon. Which but is if, fitting because it was called The Lost City of Z. Right. It was yeah. a good thing to lose. Yeah. But if I had done the right thing, which I will do next time I give you a present, okay. I could have gone on to the Lousy Podcast page. Just skmorton.com. Skmorton.com. Yeah. And I could have gone to, what is it? There's an There's Amazon button, there, button. Amazon button. You just click it. So easy. Yeah. I'm just going to stare at you for a while. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> End of scene. <laughs> Remember the Amazon button at skmorton.com. I feel funny. Okay, so this is what we thought we would do. We got a little bit of time left here to, mm-hmm. to go over our, uh, the lovely Lizzie Carr. We talked a little bit about the motivation, and now you're in Austin, and you're a full-time resident now. Do you have a Texas driver's license? You know what? I tried to get one this week, and they want you to get your registration before your license, which doesn't make any sense. What if you don't have a car? It just doesn't make sense. No, she does have a car. I have a car. What if you didn't? Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know the answers. Uh, What is Austin like? I've never been to Austin. Um, is it, like, people so say I want little... I don't want to pump it up too much because Austinites are a little peeved with San Franciscans moving there. It is Austinite. Now we know Austinite. Um, yeah, you should have said that. You should have helped him out earlier. Yeah, no, like let him flounder. Um, <laughs> but I mean, people are weird in a more freeform sort of way. I don't feel like people are. I feel like sometimes in San Francisco, people are trying to like. Fine. Maybe it's the lack of community. I think people are trying to like fit into a certain niche and like subscribe to a certain stereotype. And I, 
out there. It's just um, nobody's trying to be cool. People are making weird art so and doing their perfect. thing. That would be refreshing. Around. It's it's refreshing. People are real sweet, and it I've you know I feel like the Texan coming back here now because I've been talking to everybody on the train, <laughs> like in a good mood. <laughs> um, did it, did it, is this place like a like a happiness sink? <laughs> I mean, I've been told there's a dark side, but I haven't seen it. I now, feel pretty cheerful about now, it. Now, let me ask you this: How often do people in Austin don costumes? Uh, fairly frequently. Oh, really? It's like San Francisco that way. A little bit. Oh, that's there's the part I wouldn't like. Events. Um, because he's jealous. But it's in general, there's kind of a more casual feel. But um, I have these moments that I'm like, oh my god, this would never have happened in San Francisco. I. I was pumping gas at midnight in my like string bikini top and I was like, wait a minute, if I had done this in Oakland or San Francisco, I would be terrified. I would be so upset to like be in that situation. But nobody cared, nobody noticed. It's just pretty normal because to be the like guy behind go the to the counter was also wearing a go swim in the spring go swim in the springs and then like wander off to your next de- destination and Sounds you know, just like Tel Aviv. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's like let's take a couple characteristics of San Francisco, and we'll compare them to what it's like in Austin. Okay. All right. So we said a little something about the costume thing that drives me nuts. Now, um, what about traffic? Traffic is getting worse. It, it's not as see, bad as here just like yet. Everywhere. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Austin's kind of a city that happened by accident. It feels like. Uh huh. You know, it. There's not a lot of good planning not a in the streets. Of, well, it just seems like a place that was a small a really small city and kind of ex- has exploded overnight. There's f- something like 400 people moving there a day. And so I think the city just hasn't been able to keep up with it. Partly also there's no t- uh, public transportation. That was going to be the follow-up yeah, question. Yeah, I mean, there is, but it's not good. So um, Is it just buses? Yeah. I heard something about maybe somebody putting a gondola in, which would be kind of cool. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Hell, this Someone I've been pushing talk, for some time to you about Gorgonzola cheese. I've been pushing for a city to do this for years. The people mover. Yeah. from just, You just, want a monorail is what you want. No, no. I want a people mover. It's a brilliant idea. And the beauty of the people mover is this. Uh-huh. It never stops. You just get on and it keeps moving. But what is it? The people mover is if you, uh, if you go to Disney World... They still have the track down at Disneyland. It was uh, something Walt Disney had come across when he was designing the park. And when he conceived of Epcot, he wanted it to be an actual city. And he didn't want a lot of traffic. He didn't want the pollution that comes from traffic. He didn't want the sound pollution. He went, So he wanted public transportation, electrical, as clean as possible. And the city had a city center and everything radiated out from it. And to get back and forth they had these was known as the people mover and it would just keep going continuously around in a certain a loop and it was just a series of cars the gondola cars and then it went i think it went like eight miles an hour and you get into it you've been on a, a ride where like the boat rides where when you climb on there's a big turnaround and the boats the boat's just going non-stop and then you climb in the boat yeah that's how it works. It just well, goes like a continually. Gondola or a ski lift works like that. Exactly, except you don't have to be waiting for the next one to come. It's just car after car after car right. after car, the whole line. And I think it's a brilliant idea. No one, no city has ever used it. And when I think of it, I think, oh well, I know why we don't use it in San Francisco because you wouldn't be able to sit in it about ten days after it was opened. Right. Would is that, would that be the same kind of problem, or would you have this nice 
clean, economical, and efficient way of getting around the city. You mean, would it get gross after a short time? I guess. I guess that's what I don't know. I mean, you know, I feel like right now that would be a great solution. It's hard to tell. Like, the city's exponentially growing, so it's just hard to tell how to keep up with that at all. All right. I didn't really go. <laughs> no, I think it's because you were a little more negative than. Was I? I didn't mean to yeah, be negative. Like, I just everyone's crapping and peeing and well, it's true. And crapping. It bothers me because <laughs> I love like San you're Francisco. Sick and tired of it. You know, I love San Francisco. <laughs> but m- most people, you can't really help everybody who's begging for change, or everybody who's screaming at the top of their lungs or talking to themselves. You have to go on with your life. I understand that. So what I'm saying just, is, you... is that the people who are on the streets really should be dependent. They shouldn't be independent. They can't really take care of themselves. I've known guys that have a place to live and can't take care of themselves, and there's a, there's a system in place for them. They need to be cared for. This isn't fun anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> you really ruined everything. Brother. I did. Okay. I'm, so I'm, I felt that. In my, it was a heartfelt point. <laughs> Let's do this. So you think it would be cool to have a people mover in Austin. <laughs> Let's go to the, the other thing. was um, restaurants and food. How does it compare? Um, food is delicious. Yes. I eat tacos all the time. Mm-hmm. I could eat tacos three meals a day. Is there a difference between the Mexican food there and the Mexican food here? Um, yes. And it's hard for me to... I mean, definitely there's Tex-Mex down there. Yeah. Which I think only the main distinction is like cheese. They cheese. don't put... Mexican food doesn't have cheese on it or Texas, Tex-Mex doesn't Tex-Mex have cheese? Tex-Mex has the cheese. Ah. But... Um, no, I think it's just, it's just more of a thing. Like there's taco places everywhere. It's easy. Like a lot of the time you don't even ask somebody if they want to get food. You just say, do you want to go get tacos? But there's also <laughs> definitely like, you know, little hipster restaurants and uh-huh. food trucks and barbecue. Obviously there's foodies. Yeah. There's um, going to be foodies because they, everyone needs to find something that makes them feel special. Yeah. Is cool. there as many restaurants per square foot in the town as there are here in San Francisco? Um, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. You know, I, I'm a kind of a homebody about, like, I get into my three or four places that I go uh-huh. to, and then I don't try anything else. But, you know, there's if you were making an effort, there's definitely a lot of places to go to. Are you in Austin proper? Are you within the city? Yeah. Yeah? But the it's it's a sprawl. It doesn't feel... The actual concrete part of Austin is, is a handful of square blocks. It's oh, pretty, really? Yeah, you just get a couple blocks out of that, and it feels like you're in, you know, town. Um, like East Austin is a pretty contentious place right now. It's historically a uh, black and Latino neighborhood and it's pretty close to downtown. And so that part is getting gentrified and there's a lot of community tension around that. And um, there's something right now with a developer who bought this historic school and the community is upset. And there were some things with uh, some historic murals that got painted over and um there's a lot of you know fear and upset about kind of the historic value of that community just being steamrolled and also people getting shoved out how old is austin oh i don't know all right (laughs) pete do you have any way of comparing san francisco and austin how old is austin stop that <gasps> do, you, do you now say hook em horns is that something that you say i haven't but if you have a dallas if you wear your dallas cowboys jersey to the randall's grocery store they give you 10 percent off your whole purchase which kind of makes me think it almost might be worth it to get a jersey and keep it in my car so what did you used to do for fun here and compare that to what you do for fun now in austin what 
fun. She would play. Let me cut that out. She would play canasta. Let me let me cut that out and start over. By herself. More uh, another question because I have not been. I've been to Houston, San Antonio, New Braunfels, of course. But if I wanted to go and be a tourist in Austin, what what kind of stuff could I do? Um, I think a lot of the outside stuff is the cool stuff. You know, there's a... Out there where the sun is? There's a spring-fed pool right in the middle of the... Like, right smack in the middle of the city, just below downtown. That's gorgeous. And they have free swim after 9 p.m. So I like to go night swimming there. Wow, I think that's a cool thing. Um, Barton Creek, there's, like, tons of woods within the city limits. Kind of like how Portland has a huge um, forested park within the city limits. Like, that's something I really loved about Portland. But that's pretty amazing about Austin. Um, Definitely music... uh, and there's good it's so funny there's these um dance halls is like a totally hilarious thing to me but it's a real you know everybody two steps and you know you can go see these country bands are pretty amazing actually and um so you can go see some pretty legit music country music at um historic dance halls and are people nicer people are so sweet you didn't answer the question yes they're nicer (laughs) yeah say people are so sweet in san francisco yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I used to feel that way about San Francisco and I and I don't anymore. And I don't I, think it's their fault because I think the level of stress that I felt when I was here, oh, it kind of changed my attitude towards yeah. people and, you know, made me a little more cynical, I feel. And and having wide open space and having just daily stuff be a little bit easier makes you nicer. Like when your is feels easier, like it's easy to be nice to everybody. Well, you know what? Is that why you're so mean, SK? <laughs> it might be. I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bad, and maybe San Here, Francisco is just load isn't... yourself with some more sugar. Maybe yeah. that'll fix it. <laughs> Fill the hole in your gut. I mean, I'm not, yeah, I didn't mean to come here and talk smack. I, no, you know, no, I'm I love asking San Francisco you. I'm asking as much you. as you do. I was born here, and I have, you know, the first poem I ever wrote in my life was when I was five years old, and it was about how I felt like San Francisco was my home, even though I lived in New Jersey. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to solicit, and and you were not bad mouthing it. Um, San Francisco's got things, and uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, we've also got some issues. But I'm, yeah. I actually eighteen more shows, of, and then I can say how I really feel about I this know, stuff. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like a lot of my community of musicians have kind of run or, or, or gone to other places, and they're being really successful. Uh, Lizzie's one, Miriam Spire or Spire, whatever the hell her name is, um, a good friend of yours. She went to Nashville, <clears throat> right? Uh, you know, Lila Rose went to L.A. Like a bunch of people have, are figuring people out. People are dispersing. <clears throat> And what I'm doing, once everybody's gone, it'll make it easier for me, you know. You want to just have the monopoly on He's sending people links on different Craigslists around the country. Hey, have you checked out what's going on in Knoxville? But not only that, I think the way to stand out when no one else is here is also to be pointing out that there's a vacuum of culture. And I'm I'm planning to fill the vacuum. (laughs) You should do it. All by myself. (laughs) Well, if anyone could, Pete. You know what? Yeah. Calm down, Chunks. All right. I wasn't making a fat joke. I was saying if anyone he could fill the thing. He was calling me fat. I was saying he was talented. Oh, okay. No, I was calling you fat. Ah! Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to eat some Smarties now. Well, Liz E. Beth. It was Lizzie Beth. <laughs> it was a good time, haven't you? I, I mean, I had a good time. I know I came off a little serious in some spots. It was good time you could uh, well, you're never coming back now all right <laughs> actually you might not you're not I gonna have you only got here. 18 weeks to i know come back. i probably won't make it back if we have but the... i do love it here and well 18 weeks that's kind of half a year right no what? no December. that would be like oh. 52 well, weeks is a well, year <laughs> i think we're having I count good 
I do the counting. Um, no, I think we're planning on having a lousy palooza. Yeah, maybe. If, all. And I want to have the lousy palooza to end all lousy paloozas. So if you wanted to show up, yeah, well, well, we can to discuss plan that. a trip around that. Yeah. You know, SK, the lousy podcast is pretty cool, but um, I'm tired. I want to go home. Journalistic integrity. <laughs> I left my heart in San Francisco. All right, well, Lizzie, thank you very much yet again. Thank you, Lizzie. And 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 the throng thanks you, and we thank the throng, and it's nothing but hugging and loving and living and doing and being. Love you, throng. Hey, throng, if you're listening, and why would you? Please tell, tell as many people as possible. Share, 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 like. Um, Pete, yes. you are going to be at Neck of the Woods on Clement on Thursday, September 14th. Correct. And Hope we get this out in time. Friday, September yes. 22nd, I will be at the Jack Rose Libation House in Saratoga with Vinyl Replay, a, a, a kick-butt band. All right. All right, 5.30 to 9.30 with Vinyl Replay. And then now, now Lizzie, you, lizziecarmusic.com. That's two Zs, a K, and two Rs. <laughs> and an IE. And an IE in there. Lizzie, that's right, I should say IE. Um, and an L. And you can check her out on all the social media. You got the Lizzie Car, you can find it. Um, you've got a new album you're, you're working on. It's going to be coming out fairly soon, this this winter, this fall. This sometime this fall or winter, yeah. With DJ Zeph Winter. No, DJ <laughs> Zeph. DJ Zeph. In the winter. And look for, yeah. So go to you, follow you, look for videos and shows and all that sort of thing and such. And uh, to the rest of you, you should all be ashamed of yourselves. Thank you, Lizzie. San Francisco. Your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. Yeah, well, let's do this awful nonsense right. It's a weird little whisker in my mind. It's a whisker biscuit. Cheese biscuit. I had nothing else, but I wanted that cheese biscuit. I had to shank him with a cheese whiz. Well, maybe you're the cheese of the butt joke. Which I think only the main distinction is, like, cheese. It's deep down in there. It's, you got to be incepted really to understand it. I want to buy you mushrooms. I know, I'm very bright. About- it's okay that you don't know how to do things. It's- Oh, he had a mustache. Ooh. He's an alpha. They wear knee pads at nightclubs and have glow sticks, and they lick things. I only lick things at the zoo. Did you lick a giraffe? Of course he got to lick it. That's scattershot. We need Herbert to drool on the... I refuse. I will not. (laughs) Crabs are my favorite flower. Justice through sloth and measured apathy. (laughs) I like that the T looks like a butt. I feel uncomfortable. Everyone's crapping and peeing and crapping. Of course I eat at McDonald's. Were you crazy? I would two-step and with a gentleman. Crying from the whisker in his brain. <laughs> I'm done with you, boy. You made me clench.